I mean, we have gotten another 50 feet. That's all I was hoping to accomplish today. So, yeah, you guys found the um, secret door and you opened up a secret door and it revealed a passage leading up to uh, another room. This circular room. So you press onwards. Wait, uh, I think we need to describe this finding the secret door with a little more detail. I beckoned everybody over, poked and prodded (laughs) at the entry of the secret door, got us all slashed with a giant scythe, and then the secret door. No, no, you invited everybody over. Yeah. Just prodded blindly. Yes. And recklessly at the wall. Right. Then a huge scythe came down and struck everybody. And then there was a massive explosion of energy. Oh, yeah. Side and explosion of energy. And then the secret door. (laughs) Yeah. You just, you made it sound so easy and nonchalant. Yeah. So, yeah. So you go up this corridor and you come to this room. The smooth black walls of this circular chamber shimmer with iridescence, reminiscent of the surface of an oil slick. The room is circular, at least 40 feet in radius. There are eight doors spaced evenly around the room. Several piles of bones litter the floor, including two complete skeletons face down and adorned in ruined armor. The centermost section of the floor has a gold and silver inlaid engraving set into the stone. The air is chilly and a slight whiff of burnt almonds tickles your senses. The room is illuminated by several glass spheres set into the ceiling, each housing a variety of brightly coloured points of light. The effect on the strange walls is chaotic, with flickering shadows and moving colours dancing along the walls as the orbs pulse to an unheard staccato beat. Two shadowy figures drift silently through the room, slowly moving from door to door. A swirling black arm from one of the figures reaches out to one door, its shadowy hand passing through the handle. Its shoulders slump, and the figure drifts on to the next door. The door behind you slams shut. Of course it does. Do we know about cyanide and the burnt almond smell? Or is that uh, putting real world knowledge into uh, the game? Isn't it cyanide? It's cyanide. Well, you clearly know fuck all about it. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, Maybe it's a bakery. Mm. Okay, Mother Varen, uh, greeting her two friends who were late catching up, explains huh. that this place may have a lot of traps in it, so we should be careful. So I'm guessing the ghosts floating around here are the ghosts of the two probably adventurers, I'm going to guess, who are dead in the middle of the floor. That seems like a plausible enough yeah, guess. Yeah, I mean, no, I know you can't, you won't tell me if mm-hmm. it's for sure or not, but I better open my grimoire. I don't think I have anything to talk to ghosts. I got nothing that's going to help communicate with the undead. Can we, all right, from this distance without wandering into the room, can we see any obvious cause of death for the corpses on the floor, like decapitations? Well, you were were in the room. You were, yeah, yeah. You're standing standing in the two and a half squares in front of uh, doors. But from like 30 feet away from those skeletons, can we see if there's anything obvious, like they're cut in half or any blatant? cause of death no they appear to be intact it's difficult it's difficult to tell from that distance 
Right. And on the map, there's the keyed one, two, three, four, five, six. Like, are we seeing anything in those spaces or are those for you? Well, you're clearly seeing them because I put the <laughs> I put them in there. The, uh-huh. prob- the problem we have here is that we're not playing on a virtual tabletop. Oh, okay. right. If we were playing on a virtual tabletop, you, you, you would wouldn't see that. those at all. Okay. They would all gotcha. be hidden. But okay. what they what they do is another matter entirely. I mean, okay. you could simply avoid walking on them all. Yeah. We'll be here an awful long time if you do that. <laughs> we don't know they're there. I, well, I don't know they're there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you don't. Your characters do not know they're dead. Okay. Not they're there, but you you know they're there. And I need you, know you to be. Well, I need you. To, we, need, we need the numbers so I can keep track of where sure. everyone is. Uh, yep, Meliun, do you see any signs of traps in this room? I think we should assume, given that there was a trap in the entryway and multiple traps in the first room we came into, that we should be uh, vigilant. Yes, I know. Since you decided to get me exploded and cut on the last one, I'm going mm-hmm. to look for this one. But I'm very, very hurt. Physically, not mentally, physically. But, oh. you know, it's just one of those things. I'm going to look for it, but when I'm done... Oh, do you I'm want healing right now? Not quite yet. Okay. I'm going to look. I'm being stubborn because I can do that. I will, I will scroll to the right page in my rule book whilst you do yeah. that. Ah, uh, which Acting. one is it? Fine trap. Here we go. Oh, well, I rolled a 20 and I'm going to add fine trap of 13. So that would be 33. So that's a start. I like the sounds of that. Mm, yeah. I'm going to have to give you something for that because, I mean, that was a that's an awfully good roll. Um, so it, if this would help, it would be checking the door and kind of like just being very cautious from the last trap, just kind of like the first two squares, kind of like slowly poking in, maybe getting closer to the edge of one without knowing it's one um, and just trying to not die. Yes. You detect a trap in okay. square one. It is a pressure trap. Uh-huh. Okay. And there appears to be just a pressure plate in the floor. Okay. You, I mean, you rolled a 20 and plus 13. I mean, so I got to give you a lot. Rob would give you a lot. So I've got to give you a lot here. You can determine that the pressure plate is somehow linked to a glass orb in the ceiling above you. Hmm. Well, um, apparently one of these orbs on the ceiling is linked to this pressure plate may cause death, doom, or destruction. That's not good. All right. Now I can use some healing. So Meliun is just going okay. to uh, sit down like in the doorway, looking at where the pressure plate is, and then just trying to look around the room and discern if he can see anything else and just kind of like take a beat. Okay. Mother Varen will lay hands on a, what alignment is our rogue? Oh shit, that's all that matters. Lawful. Oh good, me too. Oh. That just deter- that uh, affects the yeah. efficacy. So I'm rolling D20 plus my caster level plus my personality modifier. So D20 plus 10. 20 plus 10. Healing for 18. Looking at the chart for same alignment, that's three dice of healing. So you roll your hit dice 
Uh, three hit dice, whatever those are for rogue. For a thief? Yeah, hit points. 1d6 per, per level. So d 3d6 healing for you. So you can roll and your own. 6, 5, and 3. So 14. Oops. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. I, I kind of like the mechanic where it's not like, you know, if you succeed, you can just do it again as opposed to like, oh, I lose a spell slot. I can't keep doing it. Until you get disabled far enough. I'm hoping you'll do good things on behalf of Justicia, goddess of justice and mercy in the future. So pressure plate one is is definitely a trap. Okay. So then uh, how wide is this room? So you said... About 40 feet. 40 feet? Okay. Mm -hmm. So... Wait, did it say 40 foot radius or diameter? I can't remember. Uh, Radius. Okay. 80 80 feet. 80 feet. Okay. Fucking damn science. Hey, hey. Damn okay, so forty pi squared. Hmm. And those go those uh spirit figures, are they like getting closer to us? Going from door to door. They're they just seem oblivious to you. Okay. Okay. Fuck it. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Melly's <laughs> gonna get back up and start searching around again. He's gonna work his way to the to the right of one. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yes. Hang on. Or actually, no, he's going to go left. And, How about yeah, this? Go ahead. Mother Varen is going to cast... That was a pressure plate, but Mother Varen is going to cast Detect Magic and see if there's a bunch of magic stuff in the room. So this is a level one spell. I'll go to my Grimoire chart. Detect Magic. So it's going to be D20 plus 10 again. It's a first level spell, so I think I just need... I think I'm guaranteed some level of success. Unless, of course, I roll my auto fail, which is now one, two, or three. 14. 14. Wow. That I'm back where I started last week. That is a 14 total. Cleric is aware of magical enchantment on any object or creature within range. The range is a cone 30 feet long and 30 feet wide as it, at its end, emanating from my holy symbol, if you know what I mean. And that includes weapons or armor worn by a creature, as well as spells. Cannot t- distinguish which portions of the targets are magical. I don't receive any information on the nature of the magical enchantment, only its existence. So I'm just blasting that cone of detect magic straight forward into the room, like from the edge of the pressure plate. So it's going from one past three towards the center of the room? Yeah. You definitely sense the presence of magic in this room. It seems strongest at the room's center. Aha. That's all I'm giving you. Damn it. Would that be on the uh, the insignia in the middle, or is it just from that direction? On that sphincter right there in the middle. <laughs> yes, yeah. it, it would yeah. seem it would seem to emanate from that general area. Yeah, magic okay. asshole. Okay, and there's a there's a lot of stuff littered on the ground. Is that correct, column? Yeah, that's just it's just various debris and um, bones and such from. Okay, I, I guess just from attempts. Sure. Um, I guess just from an aspect of trying to look for signs, sigils, or more pressure plates on the floor, there's going to be other stuff in the way. So it's not just going to be an easy view from the doorway uh, at six. Correct. Okay. Thank you. Does anybody have a 10 foot pole? <sighs> Classic D&D gear. I think Damon and Jenny might have one. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if no. we could just find something to prod at well ahead of us and maybe set off traps thing on them. Though maybe they're radius traps, if any. I could cast Fireball at something. 
Oh, wait a minute. I've got a wand of magic missiles. Nice. Okay. There's a scepter with two snakes on it and a gnarly rod and, and a, a head and a scroll. That's why. All right. Um, I'm not seeing nothing here. Plus I mean, one whole amulet. No. Do we want to just be tedious and like walk 20 feet and check for traps and play it that way? I'm interested in going up to one of the bodies and seeing if we can learn more from it. Let's see. What have we been able to get to one? You know, we know that uh, one yeah. marks a pressure plate trap. Uh, so yeah, I guess um, now that so would Melly Yoon I mean, have it, known if you if you rolled a twenty for me as GM, I would have given you all the traps, but no. I, I wouldn't. Um, that would be a lot. Would well, Melly as, as the GM, I showed you where they. <laughs> I showed you where they all. True, could but I'm, be. I'm pretending I don't know. We okay, don't but you know. can you can see the areas where they're not. So straight. Um, so is that a is that a ten foot wide area which the pressure plate is in? Uh, is yes, I'm... yes, it's like ten foot by ten foot. Okay, so all right. So Unless okay. Rob comes back with his math and tells me it's wrong, sure. I think it's ten foot by ten. I believe these are five I, foot squares. I think okay. this room's technically non Euclidean though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right, what if we get to the left of our known trap and see yep. and make sure we assure, assure ourselves we have a straight path forward from that wall up to the corpse on our left as we're facing the north of the room? Oh, okay, as the north left as we're facing the north of the room? Okay, so we're going no, no, by... No, I mean, we're, we're still fa we're facing east. I'm saying go to the north corpse. Yeah, by four and seven? By four, yep, exactly, okay. yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, sounds good. So I guess if there's a femur or anything else that Melian could grab and chuck in front of him, uh, he's going to do it. And that's going to be like walking up. I'm going to still check for traps. So let me roll for that. Nope. Roll to one. So that's a total of a 14. So do with that what you will. I think a one's just a failure though. If that 14, 14 is not going to get you anything. So I don't find any traps. So I guess I'm just going to continue forward then. So uh, do you want me to take a look at the door? Or do you want to try and look at the body? I think the body. And we'll follow you at a safe distance until you arrive at the body safely. Okay, take the end of this rope. Melian's going to tie a silk rope to him and then Great. hand it to Mother Baron and the dwarf. And be like, if Ooh. you need to, just pull silk me back. Rope. Yeah, oh yeah. Fancy. Now it's a party. There's a lot to keep track of. <laughs> oh man, the dwarf has a expanded critical range against vampires. We could have used him. <laughs> That's seriously, yeah. So this was made for like all of the warriors and a couple of casters. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna have a rummage on uh, the skeleton? Yeah, yeah. I guess um, figure out. You know, is the skeleton kind of fully intact? How long has it kind of been here? And then see if I can rifle through its pockets. As you approach the skeleton, one of the uh, shadowy apparitions seems to take notice of you and makes its way towards you. And you can okay. hear it. You can hear it kind of um, making these unintelligible kind of whispers as it's approaching you. But it's looking at you very warily as you approach the skeleton. The skeletal remains. Mother Marin, get ready, get ready to deal with this thing. I'm gonna rifle the body. So um, well, wait, hang on a moment. Mother Varen says she's gonna try to. She's gonna talk. Uh, 
who knows how long this thing has been here and what language it speaks, but uh, says, uh, hello, friend. We seek to help you, release you from uh, your suffering, if you wish. Does it respond in any way? The whispering from the apparition just increases in volume and magnitude. And um, you just feel like you're being physically lashed. Let me see what we're going to take here. I need both of you. Actually, no, I just need you. I just need you to make a DC 16 will save here. Will's my good one. Uh, Okay, I'm going to roll the die. Hey, 18 with my plus seven will save. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're not physically lashed. You don't take it. You find this whispering just maddening and... um, Uh And and I'm not getting any content out of it? physically painful no you're not it's just like just it just sounds like a million insane lunatics babbling all at once as opposed to sane lunatics yeah i don't think this thing's going to be up to any good so uh all right let's get to the cosmology of our universe here as a lawful cleric of justicia would i regard like a ghost as inherently unholy like, or could there be like a good ghost or a sad? Oh, you would, you would view ghost? you would view these as unholy. Okay, great. I'm gonna try turning unholy. All right. Uh so I'm rolling d20 caster level personality and luck modifier. Interesting. So that's gonna be plus eleven. I've got the chart here. Holy shit! I'm not lying. That's a nineteen plus eleven for thirty. I don't See? believe you. No See? look. Here, of I'm holding the microphone toward of it. Of course, I believe you. Oh, I can hear it. I can hear it. Okay. They cower in the corner. That's right, there they is cower. no corner. But they just cower away from you. Both spirits move away, and then they just ignore you again. Ha. I didn't like you. All right, loot away, buddy. Okay, so I guess seeing that, then Meliun's going to just quick rifle through the body while it's turned away and going the other way. Skeleton appears to be laying on top of a silver scroll tube worth about 200 gold pieces. That's Ooh. what you recommend. And inside, you find a piece of... I have, I have scrolls on me, so I would be aware of scrolls and other things. Magical ones. Okay. And inside, you find a piece of parchment. And on the piece of parchment is written, Concealed with guise among my 35 allies, serpents bite bereft, twist me to the left. Oh, and you've put it on here for us. Great. So we don't have to memorize it. Guys, we have 35 allies. Serpents might be reft. Um, huh. All right. So there's 36 of something somewhere. Wait a minute. <laughs> Was that the door we just came through? Was that, is that the clue that would have gotten us through that door that we just slashed ourselves with? Um, oh, no, this... I don't think, oh, okay. I don't think so. Okay, good. No, that would, that wouldn't make any sense, would it? <laughs> Well, no, because that's how they got in here, maybe. That would be unusually cruel. Yeah. I don't know. I'll look around. Are there 36 of any indications on the wall here? No. No. Okay. Maybe that's a future thing. It, it could be dial or something. Don't think too hard. Let's just work our way through the room and keep it in mind. Okay. Maybe that other skeleton has something. Okay. Well, okay. Um. So I guess that being said, uh, Meliun is going to... Where would I have been? Okay, no, I'm going to check for traps again, if that works. Where are you checking? I'm going to check south. 
Okay. Considering there was magic there, I'm just like, uh. yeah, true, so. very true. It's okay. probably good magic. That'll be good for us. Okay. I'm just gonna say that now. So I rolled an eleven with fine traps. That would be twenty-four. Okay, okay. I have to give you something for that. You find a similar trap to the one you found at point one. Okay. At seven. Okay. And on three. Oh. Three is definitely another pressure plate, but okay. it doesn't appear to be connected to any kind of trap. Seven is definitely a trap. Seven is definitely just like one where it's connect. It's somehow connected to a glass sphere in the ceiling okay. above. Okay. So repetition. Seven is repetition of one. Three is question mark. Mm-hmm. Maybe okay. I mean maybe three is a, do- a release for a door. Not quite yet. Let me check the body. Let's. So uh, Meliun's going to continue south to try and get to the other corpse. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and then and the, so the two the two the two apparitions just cower away from you. Yeah. They're okay. clearly they they clearly don't like you going near it. But oh, how about this? I don't know away. if this is exactly rule uh, adjacent, but uh, how about if Mother Ver- Mother Varen has to concentrate to keep that effect going? I think that sounds kind of nice. Oh, sure. That's fine. Yeah. Like, she's, so she's brandishing her holy symbol. If you know what I mean? <laughs> the surprisingly powerful spirits. So you are basically standing right above this uh, skeleton. Yeah. Shall we say between the sphincter and, and the skeleton? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. And uh, everybody else is following basically behind you. So am I correct, Rob? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, bringing up the rear, keeping the spirits at yeah. bay. Yep. We're doing a standard formation. Okay. And um, this skeleton has nothing on it. It's just in rusted, ruined armor. It does hold a, a broken longsword. Okay. Oh, also, like, can we make out uniform or anything of this? Is this, are, are these guys part of the like sacred monk defenders group no they look like they were probably just it's very difficult to tell because everything is so decomposed riffraff adventurers probably yeah yeah they're the uh the drawings of these two skeletons by the way don't correspond with the text so (laughs) of course not so imagine the the southern skeleton where the northern skeleton is and the northern skeleton where the southern skeleton is Okay. And um, yeah, the only thing of note is that it's got it's got in its right arm, it's holding a broken longsword that is pointing towards door five, or at least appears to be pointing towards door five. Okay. So I guess that being said, Meliun's gonna kind of work. I'm gonna work ten feet. I'll I'll search between two and the skeleton, and what you give me is what you give me. Okay. So rolled a 21, 2 1. Okay, very good. So what you looking at? You looking at I guess I would be more interested on an approach between the corpse and door 5 as opposed to mm. uh trap 5. Mhm. Well, you know what? I'm going to be generous and I'm going to give you 2 and 5. Ooh. 2 again is a pressure plate but doesn't seem to be connected to a trap. Okay. Plate 5 is same as seven and one definitely a trap so two is another one of these unattached ones okay so uh agridge agrani 
suggests that, okay, he's got a hammer. He could tie it to some of his rope, which he also has. What if we stand back at a distance and he kind of like tosses the hammer, a little hammer toss. So it like lands down on the pressure plate on two and we see what it does, but we're at a distance from it. Well, where do you want to stand? Butthole, door six? I was just thinking tor- back toward the center of the room. So butthole. Um, to- but not right on top of the butthole. Just next to the It's not a butthole. It's a silver oh, yeah. and engraving. That's, that's actually canon now. It. Yeah, that's, that's canon now, Colin. Uh, yes, the, let's glance at this gold and silver engraving before we try Operation Hammer Toss. And then... Oh, okay. There's another handout. And there's some... Oh, the end we... But like... You know, we're not going to jump right up and down on it because there was some magic apparently emanating from it. Ooh. Is one of those pointed at each door? The centermost section of the floor is a gold and silver inlaid engraving of a compass rose with eight arrow points. Wizard, what's your intelligence? 20. 20? Holy crap. Yeah, you're basically twice as smart as both of my characters. Do you want to look at that compass and see if there's any, like, symbolism or imagery that tells us anything? Is there any more to the description column? No. Okay. That was a good suggestion. You guys are just killing it. Uh, okay. I'm not mocking you. <laughs> it's always hard to tell with you, Colm. I'm not going to lie. Which is my the bane of my existence, too. People can you should just take them. it both ways. Just take it both yeah. ways. It's always good. It's always bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah, my so intelligences I'm... are 9 and 10. So all my genius ideas of carefully gleaning your wizard wants to examine this floor engraving with a intel. Give me an intelligence check. Yeah, I guess uh, I was I was trying to see. So I'm I'm used to like you know the skills, and I guess I don't know how wizards would be able to look at stuff. But uh, I got detect magic too. If you want me to spin that up, I'd do that. Oh fuck! Rolled a two, so six. You think that the uh, the points on the compass look a little bit like like arrowheads or maybe crossbow bolts? Oh, but other than that, hmm. what if? Hmm, what's that? Is that a hole in the center where you could put something in it? No, there doesn't seem to be any kind of a hole. Oh, okay. No. Oh, I thought maybe you could put a crossbow bolt in there and like turn it or something. Hmm. All right. Uh, Agridge wants to try his hammer toss plan. He's real eager about this now. It's one yeah, of the smartest things he's come up with in a long time. Okay, so a few steps away from the not sphincter, he's tying his rope to his, uh, this is not his weapon hammer, this is his like tool hammer, winding up, giving it a nice high arc and trying to make it come down on the pressure plate. And again, that was, just to be clear, number two, right? That was one that was not obviously Correct. attached to a trap. Uh, two yeah. and three. Oh, three's right no. there. I don't want to do it too close. Yeah, two is a good distance from where we're standing. I don't want to do it too close. I get it. Do two. Okay. <laughs> and he'll just, I mean, if he misses, he'll reel it back in and try again. So I don't know if you want to roll on that. How much would you say this hammer, how much was this? would this hammer weigh, do you reckon? Exactly enough to trigger a pressure trap. I don't know. What does it it's say like, it is? Is it's this a just a regular hammer. It's just this hammer, and t- so I assume it's bigger than your common tool. I would think like a a good hefty mallet, but obvi- but not Three like pounds? a war hammer. Three pounds, sure, and yeah. with some good arc on it to bonk down from. Above. Yeah, it just it it lands. It, it's like a really good throw, and it lands like right in the middle of the plate. But, okay, well. The plate doesn't it, depress or anything. Okay. It, just... it must not be heavy enough. 
That's right. No, it's, it's good to know. It's good to know. All information okay. is good to know when dealing with traps. Agri so ties a rope around the wizard, twirls him around. The wizard kisses you. Nope, kisses uh, you. <laughs> it's a defense uh, mechanism. <laughs> okay, very fair. Um, all right, so that didn't. That wasn't enough to trigger it. Hmm. I don't know if there's anything I have. Well, it's. We need more information. I just need more information. Uh, column the, the ghosty ghosts. Are they at any particular door? Continuing to just aimlessly go from door to door, they check every door and then they just move sadly to the next one. All right. So okay. You've got a pretty strong feeling that that wasn't a trap there on two. I'm checking my inventory. Yes, checking my inventory. Okay, how about this? Agridge will have someone tie the rope just kind of around his torso, and he will try stepping on two from a distance while the rest of the party holds the rope in case it's a trap door or something like this, uh, so they can grab him and reel him back in uh, before he hits the pit trap underneath or something like that. Sounds good to me. Okay. Do we want to throw the corpse on trap two? Well, they're just bones, right? Yeah. Well, it's more than three pounds. Hmm. Fair enough. Do the dwarf. Okay. Uh, so Agridge uh, gingerly walks over and then gradually puts his weight on the plate on two, ready to leap off if need be. Rope tied. Mother Varen. Strength Everyone else. Sure. Yeah, holding on to the rope from a safe distance. Hang on. Mother Varen's going to cast protection of evil on him for, or protection from evil on him first. Oh. Just for a little something extra. Let's roll it to see if it's worth even looking at the chart. For an 18 total protection from evil. Better than nothing. Oh, you protect. Sorry, you cast it on yourself or more. Oh, sorry. It's one you cast on yourself. So belay that. I'm not even going to bother. Okay. So dwarf just steps on, on panel. Okay. The dwarf steps on the panel and you feel it sink slightly beneath your feet. Mm -hmm. And you hear a click. Uh -huh. followed by a distant grinding, and then a thunk, just a dull thunk somewhere in the distance. Uh, okay, we, everybody looks around to see if anything in the room has changed. Loving this room yet, or what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have gotten another 50 feet. That's all I was hoping to accomplish today. So we see no visible change in the room, except for this thing depressing a little bit and hearing mm -hmm. the distant sounds. Okay. Well, that was illuminating, Agrige says. This kind of distant wearing noise continues. That doesn't dissipate. Okay. Can we tell which direction it's coming from? Like, which door? No, it seems to be coming from all around. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to the doors. Melian's going to go check out door two and see what he can... I'm sorry, uh, check out door five and see what yeah, he can... Yeah, because that's... Yeah, I like it. All of the doors are metal doors. Yeah. They all have single keyholes in them. Is there a handle on them? Are there hinges on the inside? There are handles on them. You can pull them open inwards. I'm just trying to figure out if we could like brute force dismantle one because the hinges are Off on the, the hinges. inside. Uh. Very, very heavy, solid metal doors, okay. single keyhole, single handle. Okay. All of the doors okay. are identical. Okay. And the, the size of the doors, are they 10 foot tall? Is it just a, a man door, like six foot tall? Uh, they're just regular man doors. Cool. cool. Thank you. Well, there's nothing on this one. I could try and pick it. 
might be worth a shot. I'm dubious, but well, wouldn't eighty percent chance it won't hurt to try. Yeah, of course, fiddling around with a wall can cause sides and explosions. Can't everything in this damn place? So I guess uh, Melune's gonna check it for traps. Okay, this is door five. Correct. Uh, rolled a twenty again for a total of thirty-three. Ooh. Yeah, Melune detects a trap. Okay. You also notice that the keyhole is not shaped like it's supposed to take a key. It looks almost like it would take the head of an arrow, perhaps. Okay. You notice that all of the doors have the same lock. Okay. Uh, and you rolled good, so I gotta, I gotta give you that. But yeah, this door, you, you could definitely tell it's fishy. It's trapped somehow. Okay. So I, I guess if I get the whole, all the doors have the same lock, would I be able to discern that all the doors look the same? Yeah, all the doors are identical. Okay. Thank you. Agridge has a crossbow and bolts. Does one of us want to try, while everybody else stands away, try putting a crossbow bolt in, risking the trap? Oh. No. It has to be the right thing. This whole place, it's all about taking <laughs> the right thing and putting it in the right spot. Well, it's a crossbow bolt. It looks like no. a crossbow bolt goes into it. It's got to be the right one. Well, I haven't seen any crossbow bolts here. No, it's a lock. It needs the right key. Mm. I need more information. If you want to, by all means, but I'm not going to stand near it. What if, so in the center, not sphincter, like the arrows, do they look like the size that would fit into those locks? Go check it out. No, they just seem to be depictions of mm. of arrows and bolts. And that thing Maybe. doesn't look like a pressure plate itself, does it? The center symbol? No. Not at all. Okay. And the okay. um the gold the gold and silver inlay is probably, you know, just a couple of millimeters thick or whatever. You know, you okay. could probably you could probably dig it out with time, but it's not you I assume you're asking if are these, like if it lifted up out of the ground are these and, magical yeah. bolts. No. Yeah, okay. It's clearly just a depiction. All right. Do we need to trigger all non trap <laughs> pressure plates? Well, if if I can find a door that isn't trapped, maybe we should try that one. All right. I mean, is there any meaning in him having pointed his sword at door five? We don't know, I guess. You're assuming that this person who's been killed by this room is smart enough to know how to get out. Maybe that was his last dying, brilliant thought. Okay. Okay. Oh, then all right. Do you want to go through five or do you want us to get No, we could uh, check for more doors. Yeah, and see if there's any untrapped. But even if they're untrapped, <laughs> if we don't have the right key. Hmm. So what do we know about traps so far? One and four and seven are all traps. Two and three were pressure plates. Do I have that right? Uh, no, it was two and three were just pressure plates. One, seven and five are trapped. One, seven and five. Okay. Oh, we don't know about four. Okay. Correct. Have I made an error? Yes, I've made an error. Yay. Okay. <laughs> we don't want that. Error. I've made a huge mistake. Disregard everything I said about the door being okay. trapped. Melun checks the door thoroughly. It, again, has all the doors are identical. They all are smooth metal, heavy metal, single handle, single keyhole. The keyhole is shaped like an arrowhead or a crossbow bolt head. It certainly doesn't take a standard key, but no trap. Oh. So then Melune's going to take out a crossbow bolt and put it in the keyhole? Sure. Fits snugly. Okay. 
Uh, as, as in it engaged? As in the key engaged into the tumbler? Yes. Thank you. Uh-huh. And as soon as you insert it, you hear a good solid click from behind the door. Twist to the left. The door opens. Yay! And you are presented with the solid brick wall. Fuck! Whizzing by you at speed. So I'm seeing different bricks of a wall whiz yeah. by from, let's say, left to left to right, top to bottom, right to left. Clockwise. Do we Clockwise. feel like we're spinning? When you're looking at that wall, yeah. Before we opened it, did it feel like this room was spinning? No, not at so all. So the exterior wall appears to be spinning? Yes. Right round? Baby, right round? Yes, huh. like a record. Right, right, round, round, round. Spinning in a clockwise direction at great speed. In fact, hmm. it's quite dizzying to stare at. Are there breaks in it? Like, oh, there was a door if we'd only been able to stop it in time, but it's going way too fast. Like, do we get, do we see gaps? Just when you were saying that? Yeah, you guys saw, you guys saw a flash, a flash of what looked like a corridor. Oh, look, there's okay. another one. Hold on. Okay, stand clear. Stand clear. The dwarf is going to stand by two, pressure plate number two, that maybe triggered it starting and try to time it if there's any kind of pattern and try to like jump on the pressure plate and see if it stops uh, and see if it stops. Ideally with an opening, but if not, we'll see. Well, he's stepping off two. He's stepping onto two or like back onto it. Oh, I wasn't aware that he'd even stepped off it. Oh, Okay. At this juncture, he steps off of it and sees what happens. Sure. As you step off of it, the plate raises slightly mm-hmm. again to floor level. And you notice that the spinning appears to be slowing. It's still going at great speed, but it appears to be slowing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, look, there was, yeah, there was something again. There was a gap in the wall again. It's still spinning, but it is it is slowing down. Okay. Like, and is it? consistently slowing down if we keep waiting does it keep slowing down more yes and then it gradually just stops and you're standing there facing door five and it's just a solid brick wall in front of you shit huh all right well that's a start try going through somebody poke it okay yeah melian's gonna prod with his his rapier just to make sure and kind of like over tapping it Bastard, you bastard, you bastard, you bastard, get a wall. It's a wall. Found a wall. But we know there's a way out. And we shouldn't spin the room. Should we try other doors? Like, if, if there's some kind of automatic setting where at one of the doors anyway, it will always stop on an opening. We could try the other doors. Or well, we have to keep spinning the room and trying to stop it in time to get to a door. Is the dwarf standing on the pressure plate he's, anymore? He's back off it now. Yeah. No, he hopped off of it to let it stop, yeah. apparently. Now, I'm wondering what happens if I step on three, which is also a non-trap pressure plate. Dwarf it. All right. Yeah, we're going to dwarf it. Agridge goes over to three and hops on it. The pressure plate dips. Mm-hmm. You hear a weir. Same as before. Is door five still open? Yep, we yep. didn't close it. And six. You see the wall begin to bin. Clockwise again? No, this time it's going counterclockwise. Ooh, what if we trigger both of them at the same time? No. <laughs> Not yet. Coward. So before it gets spinning too fast, I'll hop right back off of it. Okay. 
does it like does it instantly start spinning at speed or does it like accelerate up to no it accelerates okay so i miss have we been lucky and gotten it to stop at an opening this time no all right it's spinning at pretty fast speed here oh he hopped right back off of it once it started accelerating okay all right yeah it's beginning beginning to slow down beginning to slow down beginning to slow down and it finally stops and i'm wrestling with my conscience here <laughs> well no if there's another piece of puzzle we're supposed to solve to get, get him to stop at an get opening no no, no 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 give him a suplex give him a suplex it stops and you see a corridor beyond the door and the two apparitions let out deathly moans and both of them drift towards the doorway as fast as they can and they go through the door and just vanish into the ether great i'm all for that as in they travel down the hallway or as in they hit like no they go into that hallway and they just they just vanish they just vanish into thin air thank you all right so let's glance down this hallway Below you, you hear another click and uh, weir, and the room seems to be going into a spin again. Damn it. Uh, We'd have time to jump through into the corridor before it gets spinning? Oh, yeah, it's not It's not moving that fast. All right, what do you oh, think? Wait. Do we bolt? Okay. Go, go, go. All right. Go. Yeah, we all dash in. Yep. Okay, you dash in. The door closes behind you. Find yourself in a hallway about 80 feet long and 20 feet wide. The floor is unmarked, smooth stone, and the hallway is flanked by seven pairs of stone statues. Some depict evil warlords mighting unseen foes with weapons. Others depict hideous demons crouching, ready to spring. Others, yes, depict timid halflings and frail-looking wizards. A pair of stone double doors is at the opposite end of the hall. I'll just point out that we've gotten into a second area. I repeat, we've moved to a second location. It's not 10 o'clock. Yes. Yes. High five. All right. I've grabbed another 20-sided die. I'm casting Detect Evil down this here corridor. So D20 plus 10 is so 9. So 19. We are detecting evil. 19 would be to a range of 120 feet in all directions from the cleric. Creatures of opposed alignment are automatically detected, as well as objects inherently dangerous in nature, such as traps and cursed weapons. Evil creatures do not receive a will save to stay undetected. So I'm thinking mainly, like, are these statues active evil? But I'll take any other evil down the hall of interest. I guess my main concern is these guys are like some kind of evil statues that will like attack us as we go by oh come on stungy crawl classics yeah you wouldn't do something boring is like that <laughs> no other than a general air of evil within the entire mm-hmm. complex no there's nothing okay there's nothing more evil about this hallway than any other hallway right. so i don't detect any active evil down this hall but that no. doesn't mean it's without its dangers mother hmm. varen says mother varen says after checking the notes for her name Oh, you know what we could use as a bowling ball and just roll it down the hall here. We have a dwarf. Sure. Let's uh, gonna do it. Again. Sorry, I don't have a map for you. I didn't expect you to. I didn't expect you to get this far. Yeah, neither did we. <laughs> I mean, my plan is to just like have people hop on and off of the panels until we like, like just to nudge it as little as possible each time until we got to a corridor. 
I feel like we would have gotten there eventually. It's 80 yeah, feet. Oh, yeah. I'm honestly not sure if I'm running if I was running it correctly. It was highly complicated. So. That's fine. Eight doors, eight trap panels. Do the statues look like? Uh, I guess there's good on one side, evil on another. No, they're kind of like the first two. The two that are closest to you are like two massive warlords wearing plate right. armor. One with right. a mace and the other a flail. Sure. And then the next ones after that is um, two halflings cowering in fear. And the room itself, I mean, it just looks like a hallway, works stone, stone arches. Floor is just a regular floor. Yep. Everything, everything in this whole crypt is the same. It's all polished brick and inlaid stone. And it's all very, very manufactured. Um, but I, I guess it doesn't look like the floor would have obvious pressure plates like the other floor or other room had like uh, what cobblestones or whatever it was. Yeah, no, not that not that you can see. It's just 80 feet wide or 80 feet long, 20 feet wide. And there's some double doors at the the far end and then these statues. That monk werewolf last week was raving uh, incoherently, giving clues left and right. And I'll be honest, I didn't write it down. Did he say anything about, you know, a line of humans and halflings and demons and stuff? I don't, nothing rings a bell. I there. don't believe he did. I meant to actually okay. give you a synopsis of that because I Ooh, figured I'll take it. it was a lot. I don't have it. <laughs> I said I meant to give <laughs> okay. you a synopsis of that, but um, I do not believe he did. Okay. Chelichi is bane is true death, he said. My eyes are the windows to your souls. Find and destroy the dragon's heart, the only way for Chilichia to depart. The shards of true death are key, scattered around on levels three. There's three levels of this place. <laughs> I hold the next shard of true death, but beware my fiery breath. Beyond the constant crimson drips cloaked in darkness, this shard sits. Try saying that quickly. Do you want to examine these statues as you go? Shall I describe them? Yeah, let's uh, take a close look, cautious-like. Uh, yeah, I guess Meliun's going to take the time to just find traps and move okay. forward. <laughs> and then the rest of the group can, like, intimately look at what's not trapped. <laughs> so um, I will take... That makes sense. Uh, I will go up to the first... Between the first two sets. So the mm -hmm. Warlords... Uh, roll the 17 for a total of 30 for fine traps. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna tell you that uh, Melune finds no traps in the entire corridor. Hey, thank you. Um, you're, you got two massive warlords with plate armor, one wielding a mace, the other a flail. Timid halflings cowering in fear. One has eyes clenched shut. The other is wide-eyed with terror. The next two are two identical clerics with the inscription Maliva Demon Stalker. Does that mean they stalk demons or they stalk four demons? Yes. No idea. Huh. So I, I guess that being said, Jinx is going to take the time to cast Detect Magic. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just to, to see what other junk is in here. I do have Dispel Magic, too. That's always nice. Okay. So it's the first, first spell of my grimoire. <laughs> All right. It only last two. It would be great if it was a catastrophic fail. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, 
It's not that. I rolled a seven. So what? It's seven plus my intelligence, which is plus your caster level, I believe. Plus my caster level, which is uh, seven. So 15. So wizard is aware of magical enchantment on any object creature within range. Uh, includes weapons or armor worn by a creature as well as spells. A wizard cannot distinguish which portions of the targets are magical, blah, blah, blah. All right. All of the statues appear to be normal except for the pair of clerics, which appear to have some kind of permanent cantrip spell on them. Okay. And unlike the other statues, shadows seem to move across this pair of statues in a kind of unnatural way. Hmm. That's all you can. That's all you can tell. There doesn't seem to be anything particular, other than some kind of permanent cantrip on it. Also, the, the cleric statues are the only ones that have an inscription. All the others are uninscribed. There's two massive cloven hoof demons towering over the other statues. Two wizards, one twisted with corruption, the other young and fresh-faced. Two evil-looking serpent men, one with red, black, and white scales, the other with red, yellow, and black scales, and two human peasants, one rotund and well-fed, and the other thin and frail. And then there's two stone double doors. Stone. Are they 10 feet wide, 10 feet tall? So there are cantrips on those cleric statues? Yes. There's some kind of permanent cantrip spell. That's all it tells me. What do we have in our bag of tricks? So you said you have dispel magic, but maybe it's good helpful cantrips that we need to open a door or something. Well, dispel magic's also a third level. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means. The difficulties are a little higher, like the failure range is higher on those. Oh, sure. Okay. Did we walk up close enough to the clerics to read that uh, inscription? Yes. And nothing seemed to happen? No. And... Oh, but what if there's like, oh, it's a spell to make a move, and then they're hiding a secret door behind them or something? Um, is that it? Is that what's happening? Calm's not answering. Well, let's see if we can walk up to the door. Okay. The doors are about 10 feet across, maybe 8 feet high. Two large handles fixed into each door. Are these made of stone, or are these made of metal? Stone. Okay. Keyhole? Nope, no keyhole. Huh. All right. Well, Meliun's going to check this thing for... Oh, fuck. Would I be able to... I can't pick a lock I can't find. Never mind. And Did, did find traps go this far? Yes. And Thank you. No traps are found. Okay. I guess Meliun's going to uh, inspect the peasants to see if there's any type of... If they're, like, on a pedestal that would rotate or anything like that, or if there's any markings on the floor to see if, like, anything has moved or anything weird mm-hmm. going on with these things. Sure, no. Okay. He's going to continue that down the room. Yeah, no, nothing. Okay. Does the door appear to be... I mean, the door's not trapped. Agridge will try opening it. The door's open into a east-west corridor that's about uh 20 uh, well, let me see about 10 feet wide by 60 feet long and there are two heavy doors at either end no other ornamentation nope man i'm so curious about those cleric statues being enchanted but have we door to the east the door to the west 
Are we how far to get down this corridor do we go? Okay, we're past that. All right. Each door is like thirty feet from where you are. Okay. Uh, my dwarf should be able to determine if we've been like slanting upward or downward at all, have we? Or have this has it have things been pretty low? No, you've been you've been level. Okay. What do you think? East or west? Flip a coin. East. Always turn left. East. East it shall be. Melio's going to check for traps east. Uh, so that would be a total of 25. This solid stone door is decorated with an engraved image of a demonic female face. Her eyes and nostrils and mouth have tunnels leading into the stone, though their curved nature prevents you from seeing through to the other side. Great. You did a fine trap. The door is not trapped. Okay. But there's no keyhole at this point. No. All right. Okay. Agrid is on a roll. He's going to just beckon everyone back a bit, or just everyone back a bit, and try pulling the handle. A raised obsidian daze with two steps wraps around the far end of this 30-foot by 30-foot room. In the center of the daze is a throne exquisitely wrought with massive twisted bones highlighted with gold inlay. At the foot of the macabre throne is a simple stand, also composed of bones. On the stand rests an opalescent white globe, perhaps one foot in diameter. On each side of the steps, two ten-foot-tall, bulky humanoid figures stand at attention. Each appears to be stitched flesh from mismatched body parts in various stages of decay. Each figure cradles an inky black globe between its hands. On the back wall is a tapestry depicting an eye. Right. This seems odd. Um, do those stitched together Frankensteins seem to do it? Are they moving? No, they are not. Hmm. I would suggest, gentlemen, that this may be a good place to stop. Okay. Aww. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm guessing a big fight scene is about to break out here with these, I'm guessing, our flesh golems. There's a lot of reading. (laughs) 